welcome to the Crazy Poultrying Podcast. I am your host, Ian Gaioloco, and welcome to the very first episode of Season 4. I know it is technically now February, but this is technically an update slash one review that I'll give you personally, because I'm the only one here. Uh, an update, yeah, the year has started off a little bit weird because it was a weird month. I really didn't see much and you know because of either lack of interest I didn't really get invited to go check out anything um, so that kind of halted some things uh, also been trying to look up and catch up on some things that came out last year um, but one of the big things that then came up with why this stalled is because uh, so towards the end of last year, right before, funny enough, Black Panther 2 came out, I contracted MRSA, and that put me on the shelf for a few weeks, as far as really doing much. Um, unfortunately, I ended up getting the infection back, so I've kind of been sheltering-ish myself, not being around too many people and coming into contact, um, just because that's what I wanted to do. Um, but I'm doing fine, and it's just, so pretty much until I'm given, like, pretty much a clear talk from other people if they're finally a little bit comfortable with being around me, or if I'm more comfortable with being around people, until then, there's probably going to be some reviews here that are going to be one solo bird like I've done before. Um, and I wanted to at least get something out that I did finally see that came out last year. And that actually was a pretty anticipated film called Babylon. I think what we have here in Hollywood is high art. It's... If you could go anywhere in the whole world, where would you go? want to be part of something bigger. Yes. Let's go. Something that lasts, that means something. You know, when I first moved to LA, you know what signs on all the doors read? No actors and dogs allowed. I changed that. Good morning. Good job for you. I'll do anything. That's the cocksucker they said to screw us. Uh, 
that's from director Jamie and Chazelle, who also did La La Land, Whiplash, and First Man, um, starring Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Jen Smart, Olivia Wilde, uh, and a bunch of other people that just show up out of nowhere sometimes. Um, I was definitely intrigued because I'm always interested in Damien Chazelle's movies. Uh, I do, however, feel like there's been like a smallish digression almost each film personally. Like I, I love Whiplash. I do really enjoy La La Land, but First Man I couldn't really get much into. In fact, because of the situation when I saw it, the shakiness actually about got me very sick. Um, and Babylon, I did not even realize going into was a three-hour another epic. And this is like shortly after Avatar had just come out. Uh, initially, when I was going to go see this, we ended up getting refunded because actually the theater broke down and it couldn't play it. So we then ended up getting tickets to go see Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which ironically then ended up on my top ten. Uh, so this was definitely um, a playthrough, like Hollywood making history. Um, Margot Robbie's character with uh, this other character named Manny, uh, both wanting to thrive and become superstars, uh, both to get successful at certain points. Uh, Brad Pitt is a well-known actor that is kind of starting to be at the twilight of his career uh, because then we start to delve into the future of filmmaking. So we are going away from talkies and things like that. Um, and it's kind of just a lot of what you would think as far as like a Hollywood movie made about Hollywood Everything looks nice. The production is great. Costume design is very nice. Uh, cinematography, I thought, was very good. Um, it's just that when this is already a three-hour movie, I definitely have to be entertained, and I have to be with these characters throughout. Uh, Brad Pitt, I thought, was easily the best and most compelling character here. Um, as somebody who clearly was a, not a great person a number of times, but he was easily more likable than a lot of them. Uh, if I had to compare him with his character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I would say once it has a little bit more uh, comedic stuff, but I would say that this one is a bit more of a sadder story, definitely. Um, and... It's just that I really actually enjoyed the first half, like the craziness, the parties, and things like that. Uh, the second half, that's when it really started to drag um, and just kind of started to repeat the same things over because Margot's character, yeah, goes through what, you know, a actress and stuff would tend to go through back in those days uh, with their image, with how they acted and things like this. Um, and the fact that society has been changing now over time and what's acceptable. Um, that's also a giant topic about this. 
and I just found myself just losing actually the actual character that she was. And she just started to come off as another Jenny, like from Forrest Gump. Uh, I don't think at all Margot is bad in this movie. She still is one of the top actresses, in my opinion. Um, There's not technically, I think, a bad performance in this, but it's just the way that the story flows. It wasn't a very like cohesive and tone great wise uh and there's a particular part at the end where there's like this go through of the future of filmmaking and there's a film that pops up on there that i was just like wow okay this is just a little too much and i couldn't even escape this movie after the amount of tension that it already has. Um, so that kind of felt a little bit too forced. Um, I kind of wonder why Damien Chazelle has felt that his films have to get longer and longer. I wonder if his next movie is going to be three and a half hours and maybe a four hour. Um, I don't think he needed this long to tell this story. And... I just, there was just shots that I was just very surprised by, and there's a lot of gross humor in there that I wasn't expecting that really caught me off guard, and also I just didn't really laugh at. So, I mean, am I going to say that it was an awful time? No. Again, I felt like the first half was much stronger, much more character-driven, and then... The second half just got too stale and repetitive, so uh, I understand now why it basically got snubbed for a lot of things. I can't really remember right now if it even is up for any Oscars, um, but it definitely was an Oscar, you know, talked about potential going into, and then the release happened and it's not gotten the same attention. It's definitely a uh, very much mixed from critics and audiences. So, um, I would say I kind of fall in the middle. I would probably give this a, I want to say C, but I'm going to say because of production in the first half, I'm going to say C plus. I'm going to at least give it that. Uh, would I want to go back to this? Probably not anytime soon. And it would really kind of feel like a chore at some point. So yeah, that's kind of gonna conclude right now. This I know it's gonna. Be, this is a short episode, but that's because it's just me. Um, I have seen other things, and I'm gonna probably get those out like in you know their own little episodes of things like from for myself. Unless I hear that I can meet with some people and stuff like that, I just know I now have to get these reviews out. So these are going to be very easy and quick listens. Uh, If you're looking for long listens, that might be coming later on, uh, depending on what happens. So, But for right now, uh, this was an update and a Babylon review for you. And welcome to Season 4 of the Crazy Poultrying Podcast. Uh, We will see how this goes. And, you know... See you guys later.